right? We got a lot of different things coming at you today, okay? And I'm just sensing a little bit of a lull right now. that. You don't got time that. All right? Let's go. Break it. Break it. Let it cross. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You're listening to Rock Chalk Sports Talk with Derek Johnson and Nick Springer on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. Hey, what's happening? Welcome in to another edition of Rock Chalk Sports Talk on KLWN with Nick Springer. I'm Derek Johnson. Hey, we have a short one today. Very short one. That short is because a short show. Oh, Oh, what did you think I meant? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, so that is because the Big 12 tournament. Now, right now, Oklahoma State is leading West Virginia 3-2 to two in the ninth. So as far as that one goes, as long as it does end uh, either on time or within the next, I don't know, 25 minutes, then the KU game would start on time. KU is taking on TCU in the winner's bracket side of things for the Big 12 tournament after KU beat Texas yesterday. By the way, Texas Horns lost to Kansas State. Down. Yeah, the, the one Horns seed down. in the Big 12 out after the first two games. That's pretty crazy there. Um, oh, so that sucks, Texas. For KU's perspective, that means if they win, they uh, would get tomorrow off, and then they wouldn't play again until Saturday. If they lose, they play tomorrow against Kansas State oh, in an elimination game. That would be interesting. Yes, that would be. Uh, but that means today they're going to be playing TCU at 4 o'clock with pregame starting at 3.50. The last time they played K-State in the Big 12 tournament, it was an elimination game in 2019, and it was one of the wildest games that I have ever seen. Did they win? They did win, yes. Even better. Yes, they did win. It was wild, though. They KU got up, or, yeah, KU was up, like, 9-1, to one, I think, in, like, the third inning. And then K-State came back, and K-State was up, like, 11-9. to nine. And then KU tied it. And then it went to extra innings. And then K-State got up like 14 to 11. And then KU walked it off. They won 15-14. Wow. In 2019. Well, uh, who knows? Wild uh, game. We could have that game coming at you tomorrow. But, but there was uh, also like 15 errors in that game. Okay. Well, don't want sloppy baseball like that. But yeah, so that's why we'll be out early today for the KU-TCU game. We have one RCST trivia matchup on today's show. It is going to be between Justin Nichols and Ben Wilson. So this is going to set the final four. Phenomenal, phenomenal four. four. Please Sorry. don't get us sued. NCAA, please. Yes. Please don't screw us. And the winner will take on Kyle Martin. So we'll have that coming up in our next segment. I did want to talk a little bit more about uh, Kevin McCuller coming back to the fold for KU. And something we touched on a little bit yesterday, but I want to go in a little bit deeper into today. What at this point to you is the projected starting five? I think right now it has to be Dickinson, KJ, McCuller, I guess Timberlake to start. And then Dewan. There's your starting five. McCuller, Timberlake, or excuse me, McCuller, Dickinson, and Dewan and KJ, I guess, are all guaranteed to start, I feel like, at this point. With this current roster. Now, if they go out and do something else, maybe that changes. But I think that's what it's going to be. The only question is, at the two spot, is it Timberlake? Is it Arterio? Or is it Marco Jackson? Mm-hmm. I suspect, based on the track record of Bill Self, that at least to start the year, it will probably be Timberlake, I think. I feel pretty confident of that. I Okay, so I, I think, yeah, the, those are the the two key spots are 
do they start Kevin at the three or the four? And then, yeah, the, the two spot. Uh, with that two spot, I think the most interesting piece of it to me is that I think Arterio Morris probably ends up being a better overall player than Nick Timberlake when you factor everything in. Does that give Bill Self... Uh, does that let him start there? But with Timberlake, but look at his, his shooting. He goes with the veteran guys normally. He does, but with, with Timberlake, his, his shooting is so good, and on a team that needs that three-point shooting, needs the floor spacing, especially if you're starting K.J. Adams at the four, I would agree with you that I would expect Timberlake to start. I view this as a split between the season. I uh, okay. I think at the beginning of the year, you go with the guy that gets trusted, and to that degree... I think that at the beginning of the year, I would expect that exact starting five that you just mentioned with Timberlake at the two, KJ at the four, Kevin McCuller at the three. Obviously, Dewan and, and Hunter at the, the one and the five. Um, and you go with the guys you trust and who have earned, I guess, to that point, what they have gotten. But I think once things get to, who knows, may, maybe... That lineup's going to be just good enough for you, and and maybe it doesn't really matter who starts because at the end of the day, uh, if somebody's playing 25 minutes but he's coming off the bench, doesn't really matter if he's closing with the, the the lineup or something. But it would not shock me if we did get to late December or early January at the beginning of Big 12 play, and KU, despite starting that lineup for that point of the season, got to a point where they said, yeah, you know what, we're starting this lineup, but our best lineup has been when Kevin's at the four and we have an extra guard out there for floor spacing, an extra guy who can kind of create his own shot, who can apply ball pressure, who can dribble the basketball, and whether that would mean moving Nick Timberlake to the three and have Arterio Morris at the two or El Marco Jackson at the two. Uh, I guess that would not shock me if later in the season that eventually became the starting five. Okay, so Bill Self was on a podcast earlier today. Yeah, Field of 68. Uh, yeah, I, I have some of the clips. Uh, if we have a show tomorrow, we might, we might not, depending on, on KU baseball and we high school baseball. We'll get to some of them. If not, we'll get yeah. to them on Monday. But yeah. So, okay, what I think sticks out to me most, if you want to talk starting lineup discussion, there was a, a part in there where he talked about K.J. Adams. And in the same line of thought as him talking KJ Adams, he brought up Draymond Green. Okay. As like I, I don't think he directly compared the two, but No, he did. He said he like, is a he said he is a poor man's Draymond Green, I think was the exact really verbiage. Yes. <laughs> so that would lead me to believe that regardless of what anybody on the outside thinks KU should do in terms of a lineup of putting McCullough at the four, running a bunch of guards, to me, right now today, May twenty fifth, it seems pretty clear that KJ is going to be playing a significant role yeah. for KU, a starting role for but KU. But you know what the problem with now, that, that is? Now, that could obviously change over the course of the summer, but that's that's based on Bill Self's comments, that's what it seems like today. Oh, yeah, and, and I think no matter what, whether he starts or not, he will be playing significant minutes and significant role. The problem with the Draymond Green thing is, and you can even be like, well, the Warriors start Draymond Green at the four. They even have Kevon Looney at the five, and then at times Draymond Green moves to the five. Well, that they have the best shooter of all time with Steph Curry. They have another really good shooter in, in Clay Thompson. Um, obviously, Jordan Poole can shoot. Like They have other really good shooters. You don't really have that if you're KU this year. So that becomes the question. I will say, though, uh, even if KJ ends up, like, even if you do decide at some point Kevin McCuller is, it's better if he's our starting four and KJ's coming off the bench, theoretically, KJ could play the eight to 10 backup minutes at the five that was behind Hunter Dickinson. And then he could also still give you 10, 15, 20 minutes per game at the four behind Kevin McCuller to where he's still going to play a starter's load of minutes. I do think when you look at who Kevin 
uh, impacts the most, though, in terms of him coming back in, in those minutes it's played. It's got to be Timberlake, right? I think, uh, I don't know, I, th- I think it's just one of the three, between Timberlake, Morris, and El Marco, because now some of those minutes at the three that maybe we're going to go to one of those guys is gone, but it also could heavily impact K.J. Adams. I think it could impact Marcus Adams. If K- Kevin ends up playing more minutes at the four, yeah. now K.J.'s your backup four, maybe there's not enough time for Marcus Adams to get on the court. So I think, really, the way I look at it, one of Artario Morris, El Marco Jackson, Nick Timberlake, and Marcus Adams, that could shave five, ten minutes, depending which way it goes off one of those guys. Yes, and I think Timberlake, Timberlake to me, is the one that makes the most sense. Unless Maybe. El Marco just sucks. Well, okay. It's like, I don't think that's going to happen. But. I, I think the thing with, with Timberlake is that you're 100% right in that, like, if you're just in a vacuum, who is the better basketball <laughs> player, Timberlake or this five-star Marco Jackson? Who's going to have the better NBA career? Or even, right? or even Morris. Uh, right. Arterio, like, it's the same thing. It's it's those guys. And I think from a what Bill Self values in terms of the defense and stuff like that, again, it is those guys. But this Kansas team needs three-point shooting. They, I, I they understand don't have that. those other guys. But do you you not almost think that have to possible. just play him 30 minutes a game. <laughs> But do you not think that it's possible that Bill says Bill Self says, you know what? Screw three point shooting. We're gonna give it to Hunter Dickinson every possession, anyways. Let's just let's just hold the opponent to thirty five points a game, and we'll we'll find a way to score fifty and screw it. No, I mean, I guess it is possible. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. The other thing that he said in the podcast today was he mentioned that Hunter Dickinson could be leading KU with three point shooting. He said that too. I he did say he didn't say that specifically, but he basically floated that. Sort of. I idea. think he meant in percentage. Obviously, <laughs> I don't think he meant because he did have another comment where I forget the exact comment. Again, we'll we'll pull some of this audio for you. But he he talked about how he's a great three point shooter at forty two percent, and uh, he said something about like yeah, he could be the best three point shooter on the team or whatever. Um, but he was basically like, and that might not be always a good thing. I think he like said that again. We'll we'll okay. pull that audio. So okay, yeah. Um, being from the standpoint of like you don't. You don't want your center like, and most he's going to get two or three threes a game, and and then it's like with Kevin McCullough, say, yeah, max. I, again, let's just do the math thing. If you're getting twenty threes up a game, let's say Dickinson's shooting two and a half and per a half. game. Let's say Kevin McCullough's shooting two and a half per game. That's, five. that's about what he was at last year. Um, that's five. Shooting how many? Four. Uh, let's Four do him last. Let's do him last okay, because okay, he's okay. kind of the the crux of all this. Okay. Uh, Dewan Harris one three per game. No. Uh, okay. Wait, two, per no. Game, two per game. What? What was he at last year? He was at like 1.3 per game last year. Okay. All right. We'll go with two per game. Or just one because point, it has to be higher. I think he might have been a little bit higher. It was 2.1. Last year? 2.1, yes. Oh, okay. Wow. I was off. All right. Let's go two okay, and a half. I didn't so it goes he, up a little bit. I didn't think it was that much. Okay. All right, so it goes up two and a half. So now okay. you're at seven and a half. Uh, Arterio Morris, let's say that's two and a half. Now you're at 10. No, 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 no. Two and a half for El Marco, I think. Not two and a half for Arterio. I don't think Arterio is a better three point shooter than El Marco, though. You think so? Yeah. Uh, El Marco, let's say two. Now you're at 12. I've already lost track of the math. Uh, Marcus Adams, I don't know. Let's say he gets up one a game. I don't, so I don't you're know telling me that Timberlake's going to shoot 13. seven threes. Seven so now you're at, yeah, you're at 13 threes between those guys. So to get to 20, unless you think Chris Johnson, Jamari McDowell, or that like Parker Brown's going to fire up a bunch of threes, Nick Timberlake needs to get up seven threes a game. <laughs> Which means he's going to have to play 30 minutes a game. Because, again, you circle back to the, the, uh, the concept of Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick Combined for like eighty percent yeah, of like, KU's I think attempted twelve threes. a game, something like that. Yeah, attempted threes per game last year. Where does where where do you fill that vacuum this year? Well, if you look at it on paper, it's only Timberlake, mm-hmm. right? I mean, unless again, unless you think Arterio and Omarco are going to be jacking up a bunch of threes, or if you think Dewan's going to be jacking up a bunch of threes, which like, listen, maybe 
if you have Timberlake at the two next to Dewan, maybe that possibly just the threat of Timberlake allows Dewan to have more open looks. And maybe that results in him actually taking more. You think that's a possibility? Yeah, it Where is. Where if you play Dewan next to Timberlake, maybe the threat of Timberlake allows Dewan to take more open threes. Because when Dewan is open, he shot over 40% last year. Um, yeah. Limited attempts. More than I thought, though, actually, which is which is nice to nice to know. More than I remembered, at least. And who's to say that if Timberlake is out there spotting up, that allows Dewan to get open? Open more, yep. more open through. No, very much could, and I think the same thing could be said about Arteria Morris, who shot over forty percent. Is not last if your lineup is going to be Dewan McCuller, Timberlake, KJ, and right Dickinson. Right. So I, I think it creates some interesting uh, questions, but certainly there, uh, the overall baseline under Kevin McCuller returning is this is great. Very this positive. is awesome news, right? Very, very positive. Yes. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We're going to get to that uh, Grade Eight RCST trivia matchup between Justin and Ben with Nick Springer. I'm Derek Johnson. You're listening to Rock Chalk Sports Talk on KLWN. Depend on it. Welcome back into Rock Chalk Sports Talk. We have one trivia matchup today in the Grade Eight, and then our Phenomenal Four will be set. RCST trivia is brought to you by Johnny's Tavern, Pella Windows and Doors, Twenty Third Street Brewery, River at Print and Skate, Mini Jerseys, Jayhawk Trophy, Home Field Apparel, Sporting KC Two, McDonald's, and Mister D's Auto Wash. Next trivia question: What Windows and Doors provider has been serving Kansas since 1957? The answer: Your locally owned Pella Windows and Doors of Kansas, with six showrooms across the state from Lawrence to. Dodge City. Got a Windows or Doors project? Pella, Kansas is here. Locally owned and proudly serving Jayhawks for over 65 years with Windows and Doors solutions for every home and any budget. Schedule your free consultation at PellaKansas.com. So far, we've had three grade eight matchups. We saw Brian and Isaac advance yesterday. They'll take each other on. We saw Kyle advance on Tuesday, and Kyle is now awaiting the winner of this one. It's the one seed, Justin Nichols against the six seed, Ben Wilson. Justin has gone 10 and two in matchups throughout his career 36 and seven on questions including 12 and two this season ben meanwhile has gone five and three on trivia matchups he has gone 25 and 10 on questions and 11 and three this year both of these players had very good football performances as well in last year's edition of football trivia which we plan to bring back here uh in early July, mid-July, something like that before we head up to the uh, start of the KU football season. Once again, though, this is in the Johnny's Tavern region. Winner will be the uh, regional winner of Johnny's Tavern. You get Kyle Martin in the Phenomenal Four. Did you know in 2023, Johnny's Tavern is celebrating its 70th anniversary? That's good news for you because they'll be having all sorts of specials at your local Johnny's throughout the year. Stay tuned for more details about a 70th anniversary celebration at our original location in North Lawrence where you can be a part of the neighborhood porch. Of course, there's now 13 locations of Johnny's from Topeka to the newest store in Raymore, Missouri. You can eat the Nucleuge Pizza or the Buffalo Chicken Dip or the Wilson Wings, anything in between, and you're going to want to wash it down with an ice cold cold beer. How about trying the Blue Collar Lager, a beer you can only get at Johnny's that's brewed by Free State Brewing Company. Uh, once again, trivia is uh, coming down to the wire here. We'll have the Phenomenal Four next week. We might do the championship in the third place game next week as well, but I guess everybody who wins this week is guaranteed two more matchups and some more cool prizes. With that being said, let's get into the matchup. This is a 1-6 matchup. Justin Nichols versus Ben Wilson, and for Justin, this is your second straight great eight appearance. Last year, you won third place, so looking to make it back to that phenomenal four and then try to uh, avenge yourself for that round loss. For Ben, this is new territory for you, your first grade eight. I want to start with you. Uh, what has been, I don't know, a level of encouragement at all from, from any friends or family uh, around the process here? 
Yeah, I'm trying to keep the sweet or the Cinderella story going. Wife gave me a big congratulatory hug, and so did my little daughter. Uh, my mom and dad have been listening on the radio, and they've been excited for me. So um, I'm trying to keep it going for the family. I'm trying to uh, keep 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 moving on on here. I, I forget because both you guys did very good in the football one. Did you guys face each other in, in football? Not I, that I know of. So. I don't think so. You were both constantly ranked high, but I just don't think it, it worked out with the bowl game or same division. Uh, Justin, meanwhile, you have done what no other one seed has been able to do in getting to the grade eight. It's been a year of, of upsets. What has allowed you to kind of be stable this season? Uh, kind of like I said last time that we talked, a lot of it's luck. Um, I just happened to get the right questions. Um, last time, if you'd asked me the question that the other guy went out on I also would have gone out on it so um, you know a lot of it's luck um, I am feeling slightly better prepared than I have the last couple of rounds work has slowed down enough that I can actually you know look at things a little bit and not just rely purely on my my uh, my memory so hopefully I'll be a little better prepared but I also know Ben's gonna be a good competitor and I'm not uh, not counting on anything at this point is it extra motivation for you that you're now one win away from reaching the point you did last year to where you can try to go a step further than you did a season ago? Sure, of course. It'd be it'd be awesome to make it back to the to the phenomenal four and uh, hopefully actually get a win in, in that that round. See if I can play for a title. Um, that that that's that's what we're here for, right? I mean, I. All the I'll be honest with you, Derek. All the prizes are nice, but I do this mostly because I'm competitive and I like to beat people. So um, that's that's really the the motivation for me. That's got to be a little bit of an intimidating answer to hear on the other side, Ben. But I, I have something that that's for you. I, I need to go back and check in on this. But I if if anybody has done it before, it, it has to be a very limited number of people. If if anybody has. You have a chance here. You beat the three seed in the second round. You beat the two seed in the sizzling 16. You have the chance to beat the three, two, and one all in a region in the same year. That, that's that got to be pretty cool to have that opportunity. I love that. No, you, you want to face good competitors. You, you want to go against people who, who know what they're doing. So uh, I think it's it's going to set up for a fun matchup if I can pull it off today. And that will be added to, add to the Cinderella story. All right, well, to this point, you guys have both received a gift card to 23rd Street Brewery, a RCST trivia t-shirt from River App Print and Skate, tickets to a Sporting KC2 game. Those were for making the Sizzling 16. For making it to this point, you have received a blue or white number one Kansas basketball mini jersey where you can get your own favorite mini jersey if your favorite KU player and it uh, goes to NIL and supports them. You can get a KU t-shirt from Homefield Apparel. You can also use code RCST at checkout for 20% off. You'll get a voucher for a free sandwich and breakfast sandwich at McDonald's, a $14 car wash pass to Mr. D's Auto Wash, auto entry into trivia with the top two seed next year. And whoever wins this matchup, you move on to the Phenomenal Four. You can hang a banner. Um, if you'd like to make your own banner, go for it. Uh, a $50 gift card to Johnny's Tavern, a Johnny's Tavern hat, a RCST Trivia Phenomenal Four t-shirt, an RCST hat, one of these, except it has a Phenomenal Four logo on the side from River at Print and Skate, a Phenomenal Four trophy, and a one seed in trivia next year. Ben, you are the lower seed. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? First isn't working for me, so we'll stick with first. All right. First it is, and we'll start in the easy round. We're doubling up on questions. So first up and easy for you, as we've also skipped out on the really easy since last round. All right, Ben, what is the last name of KU's assistant coach whose first name is Curtis? Townsend. 
Townsend is correct, and he was suspended along with Bill Self at the beginning of the past season. Justin, your first question. What is the last name of KU's assistant coach whose first name is Jeremy? Case. Yep, Jeremy Case, also former player at KU and a good shooter, was on the national title team as kind of a rotational bench player. All right, back to you, Ben. Another easy question for you. This Jayhawk forward won Big 12 Player of the Year this past season in 2023. Jalen Wilson. Jalen Wilson is the correct answer. Won Big 12 Player of the Year. Justin, he wasn't the only one to win uh, an honor with uh, Player of the Year uh, nomination in it. This Jayhawk guard won a Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year this past season in 2023. What's his name? Juan Harris. Juan Harris is the correct answer there. So KU bringing home a couple awards. Juan will be back for this season. All right, we're going to move up to the medium round of questions and go back to you, Ben. What four seed did Kansas lose to in the Sweet 16 of the 2013 NCAA Tournament, 87 to 85 in overtime? That would be Michigan. Michigan, and that one was an absolute heartbreaker. Uh, shouldn't have even gotten into overtime at that point, and uh, KU had all sorts of chances to win that game, but unfortunately could not. All right, Justin, your first medium question. Down 30 to 21 at halftime, Kansas wound up winning 70 to 58 against what eight seed in that same 2013 NCAA tournament one prior round in the second round? North Carolina. North Carolina, that's right. They just went crazy in the second half after the first half was like, uh oh, what's going on here? But they found a way to get the victory. All right, we stay in the medium round for another one. This one back to you, Ben. KU's 2012 Sweet 16 victory over NC State. This KU player delivered 10 blocks. Jeff Withy. Withy is the right answer. It was always a block party when Jeff Withy was around on the team. 10 blocks. That's a fun one in the tournament. All right, Justin. Question, and then we would move up to the hard round. This Kansas player delivered a 13-point, 20-rebound, 10-block triple-double against Dayton in the second round of the 2009 NCAA tournament. Cole Aldridge. Cole Aldridge is correct. Those are two of the best shot blockers in KU basketball history. All right, we're moving up to the hard round of things. This is when uh, things start to get a lot more interesting. Our last two matchups have, have ended in this very round. And we go back to you, Ben. During the 2018 to 2019 season, this Bill Self KU player was originally suspended two years by the NCAA, but later had it reduced to one season of suspension. What's his name? Billy Preston? That is incorrect. The correct oh. answer was Silvio De Sosa. <laughs> okay. Oh, that, that, uh, yeah, that's an easy miss. Justin, we go to you. KU player. Appeared in a regular season game despite signing as KU's highest ranked recruit in 2017. Oh, that's Billy Preston. That is Billy Preston. It is unfortunate sometimes when that comes with the order and then you get it out of order there. Uh, Justin, if you would have had the first question there, would you have hit that one? 
I would, but it was between Billy Preston and Silvio De Sosa, so I would have I I I would have thought about it for a second, but I think I would have gotten there eventually. He won there with the eighteen nineteen. That was after the final four year by one year, and Silvio was obviously on the final four team. Ben, um, that tough way to lose, tough way to lose when when you give up the answer to the other person. <laughs> I guess Justin, do you think you would have got yours if if you hadn't just heard Billy Preston? Yeah, I would have for sure. But that's that's two straight times now for me that somebody else answered uh, the wrong answer and it was the correct answer for my question. So when I was talking about luck earlier, uh, that's that's definitely what a you know, that, that's what I'm talking about right there. Uh, but yeah, I would have I would have gotten Billy Preston either way because he was a scourge on our entire basketball program. And um, so I, I would I definitely remember him. Well, Ben, uh, reflect if you could, because I, I know this didn't end the way you wanted it to, but a fun run here to the grade eight. Yeah, no, trivia is supposed to be fun. Uh, and, and it was, uh, I, I had a great time with it. It's one of those things where I, this year I didn't study at all compared to previous years. So I think that that is, that strategy helped me just enjoy it and kind of live in the moment. not to put too much pressure on myself. It's one of those things that the more pressure you have, the more nerves you get and you start overthinking things. So it kind of allowed me to, to, to play free a little bit. Uh, sad to see it in. Obviously, Justin was a, a great competitor, uh, but man, that, 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 that I'm, I'm bummed that I didn't get to go one more level up to the extremely hard. But it happens. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we see you back in the football because you uh, had. I mean, you were I forget number one or number two in the rankings in the first three weeks, and then had kind of a tough finish with with some tough opponents and stuff. But um, I, I know you've said kind of before football is your wheelhouse. Are, are you planning to join football trivia here in a few months? I would love to do football again. I think I went three weeks without missing a question in uh, yep. football. And and so uh, that was definitely really fun. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that. And I, I love that format you guys set up with the different divisions and stuff like that. So it's just a fun way to do it. Yep. So uh, we'll be doing that in a few months. Obviously, Justin was a part of it as well. Well, Justin, we'll see you next week. Ben, thanks for competing once again. And uh, heck of a season, man, or, or heck of a run here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good luck. Thank you. So Justin comes through with the victory, and he will be our lone one seed in the Phenomenal Four, and that means our Phenomenal Four is set. We'll have the four seed Brian Rainey against the three seed Isaac Henderson on the left side of the bracket, and then on the right side of the bracket, we'll have the three seed Kyle Martin versus the one seed with Justin Nichols. So Justin with a chance. I think this has been the the theme, so this is actually very interesting. So you had Isaac win the title in year one, and the guy who finished third was Eric Hansey. Then in year two, Eric Hansey went from finishing third to winning it all. Then in year three, it was, so Tyler Feist finished third in year two. Tyler Feist in year three went from finishing third to winning it all. Justin last year finished third. So the last two champions finished third the year before. We'll see if uh, Justin has destiny on his side. Once again, RCST Trivia brought to you by Johnny's Tavern, Pella Windows and Doors, 23rd Street Brewery, River App, Print and Skate, Mini Jerseys, Jayhawk Trophy, Home Field Apparel, Sporting KC2, McDonald's, and Mr. D's Auto Wash. River App, Print and Skate has screen printing and a skate shop available, embroidery and promotional products also available with art and logo creation and their KU license as well. Skateboards, longboards, paddleboards, and safety gear. They have a large selection of shoes and apparel from well-known skate brands. And they can help you out with custom apparel like our trivia shirts and trivia hats. Follow them on Instagram at river underscore rat underscore print for the print shop and at river rat skate shop for the skate side or give them a call at 785-371-1660.
All our matchups, all our remaining contestants, good enough to win the title. I'm excited for uh, all that action coming at you next week. One of our other title sponsors, 23rd Street Brewery. Great spot to watch all the gaming action. Check out the outdoor patio. Perfect for the heating up weather. You can even bring your dog out there. Great service, great beer, great food. Absolute classics on the menu, like the Fitzgerald Reuben or the Bill Self Mac and Cheese. Check them out in Lawrence at 23rd Street Brewery. All right, that'll do it for uh, trivia today, just the one matchup. Again, we'll be back at it for our uh, final matchups next week. We'll have two phenomenal four matchups, third place matchup and championship to go. Kind of sad that it's winding down, but uh, as we kind of talked about there at the end, we will have our football trivia in July. This has been RCST Trivia for the week here, brought to you by Johnny's Tavern, Pella Windows and Doors, 23rd Street Brewery, and River App Print and Skate on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN, depending on it. Welcome back in to Rock Chalk Sports Talk on KLWN. We'll have the Phenomenal Four coming at you next week. Um, who knows? This might be the last time we talk to you in, I don't know, almost a week. Uh, so right now... Five days? Yeah, I mean, uh, right now, it uh, there's a possibility on KU. that we don't have a show tomorrow. If KU loses today against TCU, they would play tomorrow at 3 o'clock. So we just wouldn't have a show. Would be, yeah. Right. If KU does win today, they wouldn't play again till Saturday. Now we do have the possibility of airing then, some high school yeah, baseball have, though tomorrow too. Yeah. Um, now maybe Which, we could talk to you briefly, but Free the State first game is at three, right? Yeah, Free State's playing Shawnee Mission no, East first tonight game's at one at five forty-five. If they win that game tonight, they play tomorrow at one fifteen. If they were to lose that game, then they would play directly after. At approximately three thirty in the third place game, if they win, they play five forty five. So there's a chance we don't really have a show tomorrow, um, and then obviously we don't have a show Monday for Memorial Day. Wait, what? I didn't know that. I actually, I'll be honest, like I have not gotten confirmation from anybody if that's the case. I'm just no, under that is. assumption. Okay, I actually did get confirmation. Okay, see, as the producer of this show, I need to know when the show is on and when the show is off. So I made <laughs> it a priority. Thank you. To determine when we have to be on the show. That is an important thing to know, whether we actually are talking. Otherwise, I would have just come in here and just shouted at a, a microphone for three hours for no specific reason. Would you have not even turned it on? You would have just walked in and sat down yeah. and been like, okay, you for three hours into the void? Got to get your reps in, you know? No, that's that's actually a good point. We, have you ever done that just to practice? Just practice? No. <laughs> Like of a of an actual like sports show, <laughs> just come in and just talk to yourself for, for three hours. I don't know, however long you want, man. No, no, that no. does not sound fun to me. All right, well. Um. So anyway, that 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 phenomenal four. It'll feature the four seed Brian Rainey, the three seed Isaac Henderson, and then the three seed Kyle Martin versus the one seed Justin Nichols. What is your pick? Well, I have been going with Brian. I've been a true ride or die for Brian. Since game one, I feel like I got to go with him now. Like, what kind of person would I be? What kind of man would I be if I turned my back on Brian right now to come this far? Why? Because I think Isaac's better? Because I think Isaac is going to beat him? No. I'm sticking with Brian. Mm. Okay. Brian it is for you. So you're going Brian over who? Over Isaac, obviously. No, but I mean in the finals. Well, I, if you let me get there. If you'll just let me finish. Well, you weren't doing a good enough job of getting there quickly. You do have to get out here. Uh, Brian over Justin. But I don't feel great about it, but that's my pick. 
I honestly, I have zero clue who's going to win the Kyle Justin matchup. That feels like a complete coin flip to me. I'm going to go yes. Isaac over Brian. Mm, Isaac two time. Uh, fun fun fact. So of, is of Isaac my the bracket. goat? If Isaac, is Isaac the goat? If that happens, well, I guess that's a good question. We can bring that up right now, real quick, before we uh, we finish We've things got off. Less than four minutes. So Eric is eighteen and three all time in trivia. Isaac sixteen and two. Eric is eighty one and four on questions. Isaac is seventy two and seven. Uh, both of them at this point have one title, two title appearances, three phenomenal fours, three grade eights. Eric has one more sizzling sixteen and a third place finish. Whereas Isaac lost in the second round last year. So what mm. does Isaac I think if Isaac loses in the phenomenal four, I think it's still it's Eric. Still up for debate or still Eric? Yes. But if Isaac wins his third place game, I think it's probably still Eric. If Isaac goes to but the championship. Wait, but yeah, because Eric has a title and a third place, right? And he has two he has a, a first title. two title appearances and a third place. Okay. So he's been so he's First, two times he's finished yeah. second, or one time he's finished second. Yeah, one time he's finished third. So I think if if Isaac loses in the phenomenal, yeah, I, Isaac four, has to win the title. It's if he loses in the phenomenal four, it's Eric. If Isaac wins it all, it's Isaac. If Isaac loses in the title, it's up for debate. Okay, I think that's a very very good way to break it down. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Rock Chalk Sports Talk. You can catch anything you missed on the Best of RCST podcast wherever you find any of your podcasts. We uh, might be back tomorrow. We might not. Otherwise, it'll be KU baseball, high school baseball, something coming at you on our airwaves. Free State baseball is going to go down on 92.9 the bowl tonight, though. If uh, that game keeps getting delayed and pushed back and this KU game uh, finishes up early, we might even play the Free State game tonight on KLWN. But coming up next, KU takes on TCU in baseball, looking to stay alive in the winner's bracket. Otherwise, uh, if they do fall, they'll be taking on Kansas State, I believe, in an elimination game tomorrow. This is Rock Chalk Sports Talk. You're listening on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. Thanks for listening to the Best of RCST podcast. And a reminder, you can catch our show Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 live on KLWN in Lawrence, 101.7 FM, 1320 AM, or anywhere you're online at klwn.com or the KLWN app. Thanks for listening.